Hey guys, this is April. Did you know that you can leave us a voice message with your feedback or a question right on our Anchor homepage and we can incorporate it into the podcast? So cool. Head to anchor.fm slash east to west WLS. Scroll down the page a little bit until you see the message button. Using your smartphone, click that button and leave us your feedback or a question and we will drop it in an upcoming podcast episode. We're so excited to connect with you. Thank you for your continued support of East to West WLS. Welcome to East to West WLS, the podcast where we support the bariatric community with humor, humility, and honesty. I'm April and I'm the West. And I'm Jason and I'm the East. Today, we have the amazing opportunity to welcome two very prominent members of our community to the podcast, Sammy and Bree from VSGT. Hey guys. I know. (laughs) We are so excited to have you, to host you. Jason and I personally have been following you from probably the beginning of our journey and we have learned and grown with you. And then when we saw that you launched your podcast, we were super excited for you guys. And now we're equally excited to have the opportunity to share the screen and the and the microphone with you to learn and grow and talk about our skin. Because yeah. we all know, yeah. Most important organ in our body, probably the most ignored organ though, really. It's true. true, so true. Sadly. Right? We just had an amazing conversation with an esthetician and we were kind of pontificating on why that is. And, and her take, and yeah, Jason could agree, is that you know most of the skin that we really show every day is from the neck up. So we focus on this without focusing on the rest of it. But if our skin isn't healthy, we are not healthy as humans. So we, yep. we, Bree, we know that you're in the industry. Sammy, we know you're very passionate about skin and skincare. So we're just really excited to kind of dive into this topic with you guys, because like we said, it's an, it's an ignored part of our journey. And we think that you guys are going to have some insights that will really benefit the community. Um, we're excited (laughs) I know we are too so before we dive in we would love for you guys to just maybe introduce yourselves to our listeners and to our followers kind of you know how old are you where do you live what type of surgery have you had how much have you lost if you feel comfortable sharing that and then why are you so passionate about supporting our bariatric community okay all right I'm gonna go first yes that was a lot to remember but I will I will (laughs) try I I will do my best okay so I am Sammy um, and I am the co-host of VSGT and I am 31. I live in Orange County, California. I had gastric sleeve in September, 2018, and I have lost 201 pounds. I have to say the one. <laughs> here, girl, oh, I would be proud of that ounce. I mean, oh, we, we do points over here, so we count. <laughs> The one counts. I mean, it counts. It does. It, it all does. counts. It does. The one counts. Remember the 159? I was 159 for four hours and I really lived in my moment. She sent me a picture of it. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I was like, 159, 159. And then I was like, oh, 160. Okay. But those four hours, I was really, oh I was up here. Elevated. Oh my God. Girl, that makes my heart sing because Jason does, we, she and I, we're friends and we do the exact same thing to each other. I mean, as soon as that low number hits, you document it and you blast it out to everybody you know. It's proof, that's history, it happened. That's right. Yes, that's that right. was history. I haven't seen that since I was in, the, I don't know, fifth grade. I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Oh. So, um, did I cover everything? I, I don't know, but I'm just gonna pass it off to you. 
orange cream. I would, we would like to know why you are so passionate about supporting the weight loss surgery community. Yeah, I did forget when I knew it. Um, so I didn't know about the community or I don't think there was a huge community when I had surgery. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of just stuck to the Facebook groups. Mm. And so now that there is such a big community and we're all doing this, I think it's so cool that we're able to help people like that I wish I would have had yeah. because I don't think I would have been as, I know that I've, I, I'm considered successful because I've lost, you know, that much weight, but my journey was unsuccessful. So I don't think that I would have been so unsuccessful if I had a community like this. That's really interesting that you, I have never heard that spoken before, but oh my God, Jason, you and I talk about this all the time. We might, our weight might be down, but the journey was not successful. Even though we are successful, it doesn't yeah. feel like it because we had to go alone. We had to like bushwhack our way through the forest of non-support to figure out how to do this on our own. Yeah. Well, because oh. the, the hard part about it is, is you, you don't really know when, when you, when you go the road that Sammy's talking about is you're, it's the road of the unknown. You have no idea if your progress is good, bad, or otherwise, because you're just kind of, you're running uncharted territory. So that's really kind of the hard part is when, you know, you have the kind of resources that we've all created for the community as a whole, you know, this is how people kind of document the journey. Go, oh, well, you know, they, you know, they're, I can see what other people are doing now. And I, I kind of, you know, can visualize exactly how, and I feel like I'm on track or I've been told by the, you know, such and such people that I'm really doing a good job. So I feel, you know, you feel different about the journey. So I a hundred percent understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Bree, what about you? Well, guys, I'm 32. I'm based in Orange County. We live two minutes away from each other. Um, I am 5'5", and I have lost so far 56 pounds. Um, I have probably about like 10 or 15 more to go. I am a low, lower BMIer. I got the surgery because I have PCOS, and someday I want to have babies. And that was my that's my why. Um, that's what a lot of people know me for. Um, and yes, we, we co-host VSGT together. And, um, one of the big reasons, oh, and I got, um, sorry, a vertical sleeve gastrectomy on August 31st last year. Um, and one of the big reasons why I love and have so much passion behind this community is because, um, very opposite of Sammy, I, I saw this community before I got into it and I was like, oh my gosh, how awesome would it be to really spearhead this and have an account where I'm showing my pre-op journey and documenting it in a very social media friendly way, because I own a social media agency that nobody knew about until recently <laughs> and um, kind of bring these creative aspects that I love about my job into my journey. And it really became such a form of therapy for me, um, having something that wasn't attached to work because I am a workaholic. Um, you know, our company is, is thriving and um, it really destroyed my body. So I was pouring so much into my company and I was finally able to pour into myself with really through this page, through this community, and through this surgery. So those are my, those are my whys. And that's, and I just love this, this community just in, in general. Mm -hmm. we, that's amazing. we feel yeah, the exact people, same way. People don't realize how, how cathartic and, and how, how much it, it helps us in our journeys to be able to help other people. And I, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm sure you're sick of hearing it, but 
I promise you, like we couldn't do half of what we do for the community without the community there, right there with us every step of the way, filling our cup with the messages and things. You know, when somebody reaches out, because you guys know when people reach out and say, oh, thank you. What, you know, what you guys said about A, B, and C really helped me to get along. And I don't know that I could be where I am without you guys, you know, yeah. hearing me on. And that just, that, that's just something different when you read those messages. So I, yeah. I completely understand. Well, and I have to look to the community when I'm struggling, right? Like I'm not perfect. Most of the time I'm not perfect. So I need other people like you guys and everybody else in the community to show me their recipes so that I can pick and choose what's going to work for me. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Transformative in so many ways. Definitely. All right, ladies. So today our conversation is going to be all about skin. And really what we want to focus on is how we have transformed our relationship with our own skin over time. We really want to know what your relationship with your skin was like before surgery compared to now. And then how have you kind of grown into your new skin as your shape and size has changed? So we're just really excited to dive in and kind of get intimate with our own skin. So are you ladies ready? Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, it's April. When I'm craving something sweet, I always head to my pantry and I grab my jar of retreat drinks, hot cacao. But I know I'm doing it for more than just my sweet tooth. Cacao is one of the highest plant-based sources of magnesium, the most efficient mineral in the Western world. Magnesium is so important for a healthy heart and it helps turn glucose into energy, enabling our brain to work with laser sharp clarity and focus. It's a total mood booster without the caffeine. I absolutely love it, and I think you will too. Visit retreatdrinks.com and use the code East to West for 20% off your first order. Happy sipping. Yeah, mine's gonna be probably shorter than Sammy's, so I can just kind of take us take us off. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, before this, obviously, like I do get the top products in the beauty industry to my door on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, send me PR, every single brand. These are Sephora brands. They can even be Walmart brands. Um, so I have really tried it all. Um, my mom is a skincare queen and she, I mean, she looks amazing at her age. It's absolutely amazing because she's really taking care of her skin. She taught us that mm-hmm. at an early age. Um, and you know, the products my mom uses is like, you know, Chanel and, and top of the shelf, you know, brands. And so I, you know, I'm kind of used to using, um, products like that. And, um, you know, I have protected my skin over the years and, um, I got to a really great place with my skin and then I lost weight. Um, and what I'm kind of referring to is like the skin in my face is the, is the thing that has changed. Um, my face now has deeper lines, um, have, uh, like my, my eyelids are now more saggy and nobody, nobody talked about this or spoke about this before surgery. And I was like, why is my face looking a little, I look like a mom (laughs) and I don't have any kids. So um, that's the whole thing. And, um, you know, of course I do fillers. I mean, I have, of course I do fillers and, and, you know, I have done Botox, but I have not done anything, um, other than lips since surgery, because, um, I didn't want, like, I don't want my brows to, to go droop any, any, they already are because I already the, um, the eyelids, the overlapping eyelids. So, Oh, I have those too. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, like it's been, yes, hooded, Mm -hmm. hooded eyelids. And Mm. it's really been trying to come into like finding, you know, new products that actually work now because 
back in the day, I'm like, oh, I know if I use this, it's going to work. And this is that it's like, no, no, no. I need anti-aging at this point. So, mm-hmm. um, I use, I do now use a very rigorous routine with, um, Ren skincare. I use the AHA tonic, um, which is really great for elasticity and just brightening up the skin tone and evening the dark circles and the dark spots, because now my dark spots, which were my acne scars show up more since I've lost weight. Um, I'm getting more wrinkles on my, you know, on my neck <laughs> and I get it. Like I'm 32 and things are happening, but you're smiling at me because it's like, <sighs> I hear this all the time. I'm not yeah, making fun of her. I'm just like, I relate so hard. It's, it's just, but it's, no, but the neck though, the neck is the worst. Like I was, t- I was telling April, I was like, I, I said this on the last episode, like when I'm doing the story, like even today, even this morning, I was on my porch doing the stories. And I'm looking and the way I turn and this like the little wrinkle folder, I'm like, nope, I'll delete it and I'll redo it. And I'm like, how do I have to sit to where I can do this? So I don't look, I don't have the overlapping neck thing. Cause I'm like, I had a friend that had the surgery and she lost 240 some odd pounds and her whole neck like folded in on itself. And I was like, nope. I was like, don't want any part of that. And <laughs> I now I just see one little fold and I'm like, ah, nope. I'll be like sitting there doing stories like, hi guys, I gotta take a little chip tip and just well, yeah. And and honestly, (laughs) all digital creators here and tech neck is a real thing. Like we're also on our phones, obviously. Yeah, so that doesn't help either. We have the weight loss surgery, we lost the weight, and now we have the tech neck. So it's just all these things working against us. But um, I've really found products that I'm able to feel comfortable with. Um and it's honestly like, I, I know we're talking about skincare, but it's really the makeup routine has changed for me. And the cosmetics routine has changed. I have to really restructure things around. You guys know I'm a beauty diva. I love my makeup and cosmetics. I have had to change almost my entire routine around and my entire foundation routine. Like all my skin products, all my face products has, have yeah. been completely changed since surgery. I have been through the same thing exactly as you are describing. And it's it's so funny because even though Jason is of a different gender, he's experiencing the exact same things and he's noticing the same things. And it can be a real heartbreak when you have worked so hard and you lose this weight and you're looking good and you're feeling healthy and you know, your brain is functioning as it should. And then one day you look in the mirror and you go, oh my God, I look like I've aged 10 years right? You just, you're having such a hard time equating the changes that you're seeing on your, on your face or in your neck, like in, you know, in, on all of the areas. And you just have to wonder, is it age? Is it weight? But the only thing that's changed is weight. And even Jason has had some skin issues that have cropped up since he's lost the weight. And it's just so opposite from what you're thinking. You're thinking everything is going to be great. It's going to be great. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, what the hell actually happened? Right. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. When I went and visited a, a dermatologist not too long ago, because I had a rash that was breaking out kind of here in my T-zone and kind of up here on the, the crown of my scalp. And I was trying to figure out what was going on because I was like, well, they, were, they were telling me I was vitamin D deficient. And I'm like plowing through vitamin D trying to get it up and like nothing's helping. And I finally go and she's like, well, you have eczema. She's like, it's a weird form of eczema, but it's on your scalp. It's in, it's just in these areas where you're having problems. She's like, take some hydrocortisone, slap it on there. You'll be fine. And sure enough, within a week, she gave me special shampoo and hydrocortisone and it's all gone. I was like, okay, I've been battling this for 10 years and didn't know. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Well, and I think, you know, the the opposite of what we're kind of talking about is true. When we do lose the weight and all of a sudden we're taking a lot of pride and confidence in how we're looking, we are more, more motivated to go deal with maybe these dermatological issues that have been plaguing us forever. Right. So all of a sudden when the weight's gone, it's like, okay, well, I don't have any other excuse. I was blaming it on the weight. 
now that's gone. So I really do have something going on here. And to have the confidence to go deal with it as Jason has done does take a lot of courage. But again, you have to acknowledge some things that your skin is changing, your, your biology is changing. There's a lot of things going on here. And if you're not on top of it, and if you're not seeking out answers and changing up your routines, it might not look so hot and it might not be healthy. So true. Right, right. Yeah. I, mean, I lather, I like, especially when I was in Hawaii, I lather myself up more than I ever have before. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah. So I, yes. I'm SPF. Um, even like if I'm going out for the day, if I'm even going to the studio, which is a 10 minute drive, I'm putting SPF on yes. and I'm just trying to protect myself. So I'm like, dude, whatever's happening right now, like my body's very sensitive and it can just, it absorbs everything. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, the, well, the yeah. number one, I mean, that's, that's, that's part of it because I, like when I had gone to the doctor before surgery, it was explaining like how my nose was getting swollen and purple and like I was having issues. My doctor was just basically looked at me straight and was like, yeah, your skin's dying. Like your fat is cutting off blood supply to your extremities and they're dying. If you don't do something about your weight, you're going to have a real problem. And wow. so in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, cool. Once I lose the weight, the skin's going to correct itself. It's not going to die anymore and I'll be good to go. And then I found out about the eczema thing. So I was like, well, this whole, like, it, it's just compounds. Like April said, you find out, you know, down the road, it's, it's different. You know, these, these issues shift as, you know, your journey goes on. So, yep. And I can't tell you guys the most powerful lesson that I learned. My, uh, a member of my family was diagnosed with melanoma and had a very serious run in with melanoma. And really ever since then, it's been my family's mission, like sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. Mm -hmm. And I've really grown to appreciate that because I feel like I'm not aging as quickly as other people in my life, but it's because I'm like you, Brie, I wear sunscreen every day, no matter what. That's the one thing that I always put on and it's full body, head to toe. And that is the step that we can take to really protect ourselves from the damage of the sun and the screens and all of the things and keep our skin healthy because if our skin goes, so goes our health. So we've got to start, right? We have to start right. And after sun health too. So if you are, yes. if you're in the sun all day, like you have to moisturize afterwards and use yeah. after products. And a lot of people don't even understand that or even know that there's products like that that exist, but they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and they're not a joke. They're legit. They're for your organ, your skin. Yeah, right? exactly. yeah absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sammy, what about you? What, how's your skin relationship changed pre and post? Well, I mean, pre-op, I was nothing like, Brie. My mom um, is the complete opposite of Brie's. Like, she's like Walmart, you know, apricot scrub girl. Like, oh, that's basically, yeah. That. And, oh, yeah. yeah. I it too. <laughs> we all used it. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no yeah, yeah. We but, know better now. Yeah, yes. yeah. We've learned. We've grown up. But um, that's basically what I grew up on. And like, I didn't really have like acne or anything like that. But, you know, as a big girl I had a big face so I didn't have wrinkles I never got Botox or anything like that and then once I lost all my weight I noticed just like how she did I was like oh my god I can move everything and like I can grab things and wrinkles and like mm -hmm. crow's feet and like just so many things that I noticed um and then it really wasn't until probably until I started hanging out with you that I upped my skincare game mm -hmm. honestly Mm. doesn't surprise mm. me at all but like Love she it. makes you know she makes it look fun and I'm like oh I like this and then watching like the beauty gurus on YouTube as well and they say how important it is to wash your face like before and mm. after and all that stuff so 
I've recently gotten into it and I appreciate the sunscreen and all of that, but man, I didn't do anything before. And now you're getting good sun. Like you now are working with these companies, like these bigger skincare companies. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and I'm so thankful for that because it's like actually good stuff to Mm -hmm. put on my skin. And it sounds a lot, Sammy, like what I'm hearing you talk about is kind of the same for me. People were seeing my pictures, my, like my face-to-face Fridays and they'd be like, oh my God you look 10 years younger. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're seeing. Cause I feel like I got like 15 yeah. years older. Like I'm seeing wrinkles and stuff that I didn't even know I yeah. had. Yeah. People say and that I look like an old lady in my old photos. And like, I look like a 16 year old now. I'm like, what? <laughs> I look 60 now. And 60 then. Yeah. yeah. Because I have this this new cute little eyebrow eyebrow fold thing going on here that was never there before. And yeah. like when I'm smiling doing stuff on it, and they're like, Oh my god, you look so much younger. And I'm like, Okay. They're like, yeah. yeah, they're like, You have grandkids? And I'm like, Yeah. I was like, and I look like I should have more than I do. I was like, What are you talking about? They're like, You don't look old enough for grandkids. And I'm like, Yeah. Well, we we also are not factoring in no. no you don't i didn't know that <laughs> oh okay. wait what <laughs> i'm like wait let's let's rewind there you don't look like yep. it there, yeah. there are two there are two and four in there my precious lady i love oh, it very sweet yeah it's insane to hear jason go from like you know you know bariatric you know guru to like oh pop pop's got to go make some chicken nuggets and you're like that's it so do do you ladies think that your size before surgery maybe made your full body skincare not something that you appreciated or loved on or do you think it wasn't an impact is there did it impact how you interacted with your actual skin before surgery Mm, more topically yeah I would say no for me like I said I didn't really start to get into it I would say probably like maybe a year before surgery when I started watching like the YouTube makeup people. And then I was like, you know, I'm a single mom. I was never able to afford the Chanel and all of that stuff. So I wasn't out there buying that. I would be like, okay, I can afford this bottle sometimes, you know? So like, yeah, I'd go and treat myself every now and then. Um, So no, I wouldn't say that that was my case, but yeah, now I just really appreciate it. And I feel like because I notice things more, I feel like I need more products. So I'm like, give me a slap. Oh, interesting. Okay. So how has that transition been? Is it, is it something that you feel is like moving into almost like an addiction transfer thing? So is it like, oh man, now, now it's kind of something that I'm using when I'm not feeling good about myself, or is it just something you're passionate about and you're doing it because it's for your health? Well, it's definitely not an addiction transfer because I wish I was addicted to washing my face more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly. You're sitting here saying, oh yeah, I wash my face. Like I am not a religious face washer, but I just mm-hmm. do it because I see my wrinkles and it makes me feel better. Like I wish mm-hmm. I was that bee that literally got up in the morning and washed her face and did mm-hmm. a whole skin. I have it all, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. And then went to bed and did it before night. But like, I'm not, I will sit here and say that I'm not, but when I do, it feels incredible. And I feel so much on my face too. Yeah. Hey, it's April with East to West WLS. I don't know about you, but after I dropped a significant amount of weight, my body just didn't feel like my own and I needed help feeling like it was my own again. So I started receiving chiropractic care. 
If you live in the Tacoma area, I cannot recommend Grit City Cairo more. Dr. McKenzie is passionate about helping you feel, function, and live better. Check out her Instagram at Grit City Cairo or her website, gritcitychiropractic.com for more info and to book your first consultation. And if you mention East to West, you'll get a discount on your first visit. I feel amazing after seeing her and I think you will too. So what has really helped you guys come to love the skin that you're in right now? What have been some like, just some aha moments for you that really helped you reconnect and nourish your skin head to toe? Um, I'm going to speak for the both of us because yeah, I already know it. what you're going to say is I, we're both not there yet. Yeah. Like, we're, like I, I already know, I knew you were going to, you're, you're thinking it before I even, we didn't even talk about this, but like. <laughs> you guys are clearly mind melded. So it's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all um, good. Yeah, cause we don't, we don't really say that cause that would be lying. I mean, I have had so many skin removal surgeries that I am trying to get to that point. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I am, you know, I love myself. I am impressed mm -hmm. with myself, yada, yada. But I want to get to that point where I do look in the mirror and I'm like, Heck yes, like that's you know I did I worked for that yada yada and she's still on her journey so yeah you know when you're mm -hmm. when you have not hit your goal weight yet your quote unquote goal weight mm -hmm. like that's the hardest part especially when you have like those last 15 20 pounds that's to what lose. I feel yeah it's like how can you feel your best yeah when you have that number still to go so I know mm -hmm. that that's interesting okay so on the days that you're feeling really right? On those days that you're just feeling really down or negative for, for lack of a better words, what do you guys do to, to get yourself back? Not to good, right? So I'm not saying like, yay, you know, positivity, because that's my issue with body positivity is that I don't think it's normal to always feel positive about your body. I think that it's, no. I think it's normal to be good about some aspects and to be not so good about others, right? To just be neutral, to acknowledge this is my reality today. And I'm going to be very proud about this. And I'm going to commit to working on this. And I'm just going to be meh about this. So what do you guys do on those days when you're feeling really down about your skin? Do you do anything? And she didn't. Okay, she I am a workaholic. Yeah, she so. barely. Oh. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I do. I bury myself in work. And then also I find a lot of um, encouragement through, I, I'm, I hate to say it, but through Instagram, like I could really have an, you know, an attitude adjustment just by going on Instagram for a little bit. Wow. My people. Yeah, yeah, I talk to my Instagram community more than my actual friends sometimes. I mean, I've never said that, but that's that's the truth. Well, it honestly comes from, I mean, like, you know, it, it's kind of hard. Like, we may have support from our friends and from outside, you know, influences in, in our lives, but nobody really understands it like our community does. They've all been there. They've been through it. They've either or they're coming up on it, or they're in the middle of it too. So you can talk to somebody that's like, man, right there with you, I understand. And then talk going from somebody that's been there to somebody that's been past it or been through it to the other side. And so yeah. you kind of get all the different aspects of it. And then you have somebody kind of like, well, I think, I feel like I may be coming up on what you're dealing with now. And then you can kind of flip it and take what you yourself have learned and what you've learned from other people and pass that to somebody else. And so that's kind of a full circle where you come and, and just kind of get, from all sides nourished in, in what you're going through. Yeah. yeah. And Brie, I was going to say, I, I know how hard that is to verbalize because, you know, if you've got really close friends 
to, to actually say, oh my gosh, I'm not going to the, the women or the men that have got me through the toughest part of life. I'm going to people that I literally met on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It sounds crazy, but it's yeah. not. Mm -hmm. Right, because those are the people that have been there, done that. They're in the trenches with you. It doesn't make your friendships that you've already established any any less important. In fact, it makes them more important. But right. to but to be able be able to acknowledge that sometimes I need to go to somebody that that is living it with me, and that's where I'm going to find support for this one thing, is really important. Which is why our pocket of Instagram is so important for our community, because it just doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah, I agree. That's so true. Definitely. So what are you guys doing right now? What is your favorite way to care for your skin that you are really just loving on? Well, it's still, it's still fresh for me. And like, I'm so sorry if this is TMI. I'm sorry, but nope, no, no TMI here. there's a lot of NSVs that are very fresh for me still from losing weight, you know, kind of rapidly and just recently. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like shaving without having to like be out of breath or like, I can actually lift my leg up. <laughs> like, Ooh, that's a good you know one. what I mean? Like, I'm not like over here, like trying to break my back. I mean, I can nourish and take care of my body and shave the way that I want to do that and have done that. And of course, you know, you guys, I mean, I talk about this all the time. I'm, I'm obviously a big advocate for waxing too. I, wa I have a waxing appointment, you know, every other month, but just to be able to do that and like shave your legs and not be out of breath and like you can actually move and like be a little bit more limber is amazing. Girl, the, the first time that I could actually shave my legs in a normal shower, I almost oh. cried. And then to realize that like, you know, now I, every morning, every morning before I get out of my shower, I cover myself head to toe with a body oil and I touch every part of my body. And before surgery, I did not do that. I did That's not I do that. I just started to say that. I was like taking a shower, A, without being out of breath. Like it was a whole exercise workout. Yeah. And B, being able to wash everywhere and reach yes. it and not be like, well, I guess that's just going to have to get, you know, water runoff. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Right? That's it's true. It's, it's such a luxury and it, it, it's a form of self-care. It's a moment for ourselves. And, you know, for me too, I was so disconnected from my actual body and my skin before surgery. And now to have the ability to reconnect with my body in a way that is safe, right. And, and intimate for me, it's not for anybody else, but every morning I actually get to touch my, and I don't mean this weird, but you know, you get to touch yourself, but that's how you feel that things have changed or shift, or it's how you notice maybe something's off or maybe you're really proud that oh my gosh I could feel a bone there and I did not know there was a bone there you know like mm -hmm. what a wonderful experience that I didn't have before so just the simple act of doing our personal hygiene is a way for us to care and love on our skin yeah yeah absolutely. just topically right absolutely. super great point mm -hmm. Sammy what about you I mean you are recovering from major surgery so this is probably going to be different for you now than it even was before that so what are you doing um, well, I mean, that's a, that's a really good one. I was trying to sit here and think of mine, but I mean, mm -hmm. I would say like, like you are all saying actually taking a shower and taking the time to use the different body oils and mm -hmm. the scrubs and mm -hmm. the shaving the legs and like mm -hmm. not missing mm -hmm. any, you know, your thighs, like the back mm -hmm. of them, like, you know, there's just so many things right. that I don't really think about and I don't appreciate until I talk about these things things with other right. people I'm like oh my gosh that's so true well, because you probably realized it when it's like fresh and it was like the first time because like I'm starting to realize things like that you oh know yeah what I mean yeah no so, yeah like and now it's like okay this is, this is my life now yeah, yeah. yes I live here. 
Yeah. Now yes. I put on body oil for my scars. So I'm like, yeah, sure. This is great. This is what I do for life, you know, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. before I wouldn't have. So. Yep. No, absolutely. So Sammy, if you feel comfortable, we would love to know a little bit more about your plastic surgery procedure that, that you are recovering from. Why did you have it? Kind of what, what was your, your mindset going into this procedure and how has your recovery been? Well, so this is my third one and this was a revision slash throw another one in for funsies. Um, so I had, love the attitude. attitude. Yeah. I'll just, I'll be here all day. I mean, since you're in there, just might as well go ahead and throw this. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be asleep. Mm -hmm. Just slice and dice. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had a tummy tuck and an arm lift for my first round. Then I had a thigh lift and a breast lift with an augmentation, my second and, um, a mini tummy tuck revision as well on that one. And then I literally within days of having my surgery bottomed out on my, both of my breasts. So my implants fell below the tissue that they created. Did a sewn, I don't know, whatever oh, they know, are they sew like the implant fell? Mm-hmm. So okay. basically, I mean, I'll be Jason, sorry, but like my nipples were literally oh, like up here, and like any time it would just be like nip slip, Sam. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was bad, and like I had like you know the implant line underneath the crease, I, it was mm-hmm. awful, so and painful. Oh, and very painful. Yeah. I, oh my bending over the implants would move mm-hmm. laying to the side. I never ever went one day without an underwire bra. And we all know how much those suck. Oh, oh, that is that is hell on earth. Oh my God. Yes. Um, so I had to have a revision, obviously. So this time I went to the doctor who oversaw my tummy tuck and arm lift because those were kind of like my two favorite surgeries. And um he revised them and did my neck lift. So it's funny because that we were talking about necks. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not perfect yet. I'm still very swollen. It is, let's say it's, it's 12 days now that I'm out from it. Wow. Um, it was, yeah. actually, this one was more painful than I thought it was going to be like my face. Uh, my mm. boobs, since they were always in pain before, they're like, eh. You know, they're like kind of hurting. Like I was at Universal Studios. I hope my doctor doesn't listen to this, but I was at Universal Studios and like on roller coasters on Saturday. So like, I don't really like, you're fine. <laughs> I really had like a maneuver. I was like, I'll just put my arms like this and like that. And like, I was good. I was fine. Um, very secure as well. So, and there, he basically had to do permanent stitches, dissolvable stitches, and also dissolvable mesh in both breasts. So they are really, really in really there, there and not moving at all. Um, and they're just not really painful. I mean, here and there, I'll be like, okay, that kind of hurts. But I mean, it's nothing mm-hmm. compared yeah. to the first time because the first time they had me wear tape and no bra. Oh. Literally just like surgical tape. Yeah, it was whack. I'm like, this, I don't, I don't even know about this, but that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That doesn't sound very, that doesn't sound very. I know. Right? very top of the line uh, aftercare. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, we've heard of, of a lot of people's, you know, post-op 
surgical experiences for plastics. And I, I've never, I didn't even know that them falling like that was a thing. I didn't know the implants could fall like that, but yeah, that, that sounds absolutely painful. I can't even imagine. Luckily you got it taken care of. Yeah. It's most common in weight loss patients because our tissue is so depleted after surgery. Okay. So we don't really have a lot of breast tissue and all of that holding it in. So they have to really go in and, you know, structure it. Yeah. Yeah. For you. Well, so. I mean, yeah. That, that makes sense. But I didn't, yeah, I didn't even know. I, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's crazy. A lot yeah. of people don't. And no. yeah. Well, we, we've spoken to other members of our community, uh, men who have had plastic surgery, and it did not go the way that they had intended. And it just has to be very heartbreaking and very disappointing when you have worked so hard on so many different levels to get to this place and invested so much of your time, energy, and money for it not to produce the results that you are looking for. That's going to be real letdown. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's scary to me because that's one of the things that I had talked about. And I, you know, I've, I've really thought about it depending on, cause I've got about another 40, 45 pounds if I would like to get down to hit, you know, kind of what was originally my goal weight, but then I planned on lifting weights back up, gaining about 25 or 30 more pounds of muscle just to kind of fill out the skin. But I originally had thought about plastics and I, after seeing the majority of the, of the post-op pictures of people that have done it, I'm like, I'm good. Hey guys, it's April. I don't know if you know this, but Gather Juice Company was our first podcast sponsor. And for good reason, they make some bomb ass juices. My absolute favorite is the Sunrise and the Pineapple Express. Night Vision and Goldilocks come in a real close third and fourth. I also very much enjoy their smoothies. Pina Colada, top of my list. If you live locally in the Tacoma area, swing by their 6th Avenue location and try it for yourself. You're going to be hooked. Big shout out to Gather Juice. Thank you for your sponsorship. So what, what was your initial, uh, or, or how did you come to your initial decision to have plastic surgery? Was it something you knew you always wanted to do going into bariatric surgery, or was it something that you decided after your surgery? It was something I knew before I even had bariatric surgery. Um, it was something that when I was probably like 21 and a big girl, so I didn't have my surgery until I was 27, 28, how old am I, 30? 27 ish. Um, I was like 21 and planning to have surgery. And all I kept thinking about was I'm going to need skin removal surgery and I don't want to have the scar. I don't want to scar, I don't want to scar, 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 scar. So I just kept pushing it off and like with other things as well. Um, so going into it, I knew, and I kind of had like a weird plan that it was going to be covered by, uh, insurance. Cause like Pfizer was telling us that you can do it and like the classes, and I tried to go through it and they were so, so strange. They were like, sometimes you might not get a belly button because we're just taking it off for, you know, medical purposes. Yeah, and I was like, heck? no, I'm not going to live without a belly button. I know it has, it serves no purpose, but right. it's like, you stick a hole there. Like that's yeah, don't give me a hack very job. strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did wow. the, the insurance thing and yeah, it was always in the back of my mind to have it. And I I'm so glad that I did. And I'm so glad that I didn't let the scar, you know, scare me out of doing it. Cause I mean, that's the number one question I get in my inbox is like, what does your scar look like? Your scar is like, you know, not very visible. Like, you know, 
oh my gosh, I could just go on for days about the scar thing, but okay, that is so much better to me than having to deal with all of that. We talk to people all the time who are, you know, nervous and they're thinking about not doing their surgery because of excess skin. And Jason and I's response is always, we would rather have excess skin and be living in a healthy weight. Like excess skin is something I can deal with. I can either, you know, there's lots of ways to deal with it. Plastic surgery is, is an option for, for a lot of people, but, you know, to, to trade something, uh, what's the word, not artificial, but, you know, something that doesn't necessarily matter for our health, for our health, it just didn't, it just doesn't seem to equate for us. So we're happy to hear you say kind of the same thing too, right? Yeah. And it was the same for me as well. Like I would say as, you know, for my weight loss, it was way better to have the loose skin than yeah. be 363 pounds. Like I would mm -hmm. take that any given day. I was yeah. living my best life before plastics, hundred percent. I was out there having fun, dating, mm -hmm. all of that. And so that never, it never stopped me, but I still wanted to do it for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and I saved up and my uncle happened to pass away and leave me with money. And wow. I used that to pay for it. I also went through, which is why I got a hack job. I went through a residency program mm -hmm. and I got a hell of a discount the first time. I mean, I paid $7,000 for a tummy tuck and an arm lift. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's cheap. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, like, I, I would do it all over again, but I would like tweak, you know, certain things. Here yeah. But yeah, I'm so glad I did it. So if people are considering plastic surgery, where do you recommend that they start? How do they start their, their journey to plastics? Um, I would honestly probably look at Instagrams. I mean, that's what I started to do. Like mm -hmm. before I even realized to go back to the surgeon who over saw my first surgery, I was like, I'm going to look up like hashtag plastic surgery, Orange County, because we live in Orange County. Mm -hmm. And then I just went through a whole bunch of, because I mean, we're in Orange County, there's lots here. Um, yeah. So I had a lot of options to go through, but um, yeah, I would say maybe hashtags, people that you follow. Finding surgeons that specialize in, in um, weight, loss. weight loss is very key. That's what yeah. we have found is very key. That's like our number one piece of advice. You have to. I would have never thought about that, but just like what you guys said, our bodies and our skin are so different after surgery. You really need to work with somebody that knows a bariatric body. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is like, holy crap. Would have never in a million years known that was even a thing. Yeah. No, not until she went through her stuff. Did we know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. I was oh like, we all know the same thing, but uh -huh. then like uh -huh. yeah. my doctor now really does specialize in like, he does great arm lifts. Mm -hmm. and um I see on his page on yeah mm -hmm. and yeah I think breast lifts as well as his kind of specialty but mm -hmm. he oh. really has worked with um weight loss patients before I even met him the receptionist was like oh you're gonna see the contour king and I was like you like that I like the sound of that <laughs> like, yeah. so love it that's what nice. he was known for mm -hmm. but okay awesome Brie, are you considering plastic surgery or are you just waiting and seeing? I'm going to wait and see what happens, but definitely not before I have kids. If I, God willing, I can, I'll definitely wait until after I have all my kids and then, you know, get the cutest body ever. But <laughs> we'll have, we'll have yeah. together, we've decided. I must say that I've literally had like stretch marks since I was 12 years old. 
And I've been very aware of my, you know, of my body looked very differently than a lot of my friends. Again, we grew up in Orange County. We had, there's a certain, there is a certain stereotype here and a lot to live up to, especially appearance wise. And I felt the pressure at like the youngest age, like the, my like earliest memory is probably of me not being comfortable with my body. And so I think that let's see, let's see if I can have the kids and then I'll go ahead and go all, I'll go all out because, you know, I have personal relationships with a lot of um, plastic surgeons and, you know, it's, it's kind of like key kind of hand in hand with the beauty industry. Um, it mm -hmm. has become like a new category in its own, just from the fillers and the different treatments. So, I mean, we shall see, because I, I just don't think that I'll be like ever happy since the 12 year old Brie to now um, with my body. Cause it looks like I've had 10 kids and I really have not. So <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> My body looks exact same, but I, I absolutely resonate with you on that. I've had stretch marks since I was in middle school, you know, on my stomach area and, and here in my chest, just everywhere, because I grew at a rapid pace and yeah, and it can be hard to, hard to deal with, right? You, you have the body of somebody that you don't recognize and it's difficult to know, okay, well, how do I either get that body or how do I get okay with, with the body that I do have? That is the work of weight loss surgery. And it is a constant, it is a, yeah, 24 hour job. You are always on call with that one. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's like that after plastics too. Yeah, I would imagine it just doesn't. Yeah. Because it doesn't it, stop. Yeah. no, it, no. I mean, I, that you want to fix. Mm -hmm. So. Oh yeah. And that's kind of, you know, that's related to that bigger concept of the arrival fallacy, right? Thinking that we're going to do something or we're going to achieve something or get somewhere. And then we get there and we realize, oh my gosh, this wasn't actually what I thought it would be. Yeah. It's a struggle. It's a struggle, right? And how do we overcome that? It is, we've talked about it on the podcast before and, and really all of the experts say, if you focus on the feeling and not necessarily the, the moment in time or that achievement, if you're going towards a feeling, then you're more likely to get there and stay there. But if you're going for an accolade or a monetary value or a certain, you know, something tangible, it, it's harder to get there because as you said, there's always something that you could go on to next. And it creates a, a never ending vicious cycle in, in a way that can be a little bit exhausting. So, yeah. so true. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, ladies. So we love to wrap up our podcast by giving our guests kind of the floor at the end. Uh, is there anything that you feel was left unsaid or is there a piece of skincare or weight loss surgery advice that you would love to pass along to our listeners and followers? She said, hmm. that's you. <laughs> oh, that's me. That's, that's you. That's me. That's you. <laughs> skincare queen. Uh, skincare queen. Clearly not. <laughs> Skin, removal skin removal surgery queen skin care skin removal yes i get it yes. removed you mm -hmm. take care of it yes um gladly no i would just say from personal experience uh just drink your water and uh focus on your protein because i did not and that's why i said i was unsuccessful is mm -hmm. because i had a very hard journey and mm -hmm. uh, we speak a lot about it on our podcast but we do i just I really like, that's, I always tell people when they're messaging me, like right after surgery and they're like, I can't take a few more sips. I'm like, no, drink your water. Like yes. do it now. Yeah. That I'm yes. right next to you. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, yeah, these like become appendages. They have to, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That would be, that would be mine. Yeah. And mine would be, you know, my nickname for a long time was the preparation queen. Like, I mean, I was literally, it felt like I was prepping for an entire year. Um, and it was just only a few, a few months, but, um, 
be prepared. If you guys plan, like you can really do anything. And that's with business. Okay, I have to say that's with business. That is with your, your weight loss. That is with your fitness, everything. If you guys plan, you can accomplish anything, plan it out, mark it off as you're going and get it together. You can plan. If you did this surgery and plan on this surgery, you can plan what you're eating that day. Absolutely. So that's it. Yes. And I'm taking a page out of my own book today because I'm, I'm resetting and, and planning things out and just getting my life together. <laughs> so, right. Oh, man. But that feels so good, though, right? When, when everything is feeling so overwhelming, normally what's lacking is a clear vision of your plan. Absolutely. Right. And when things just get over the top, our old way of thinking, my old way of thinking is like, ah, you know, fuck it. Like everything's a mess. It just doesn't yeah. matter. Like I'm throwing everything out the window. Well, that was how I got to 326 pounds. Right? right. So this mess is still happening because this is life. But the only thing that I can change is my reaction to that. Absolutely. So when things right get all blown up, then my only uh, recourse is to take a step back and go, okay, what can I control? What can I not? I can control these things. I'm going to pick one thing and I'm going to do that one thing. And I'm going to calm the F down and I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to regroup. That's yeah. how you do it. It's planning, right? Yeah. I was just telling Jason today, if we, if we fail to plan, we're planning to fail. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We've all, we've all failed for too long. It's time for a too, time for a new way of doing business. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Period. Period. Absolutely. We agree <laughs> with that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies, we know you are very busy humans. We so appreciate your time and we very much appreciate your humor, humility, and honesty, all the things that you pump into the bariatric community. You guys are amazing. We love following you and we love that, that you are a part of this community. So thank you. Thank you, oh, thank you guys. Me. Keep up the great work. You guys are an inspiration to us and we just adore you. This was an awesome, awesome hour with you guys. I have yeah. to say you guys are absolute pros. My mind is blown. <laughs> I just, yes. I just appreciate you guys' time. We appreciate you. And thank you so much for having us on. Absolutely. Yeah. And we obviously have different definitions of pros. We'll talk about that offline, but we appreciate <laughs> it nonetheless. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> All right, Jason, my friend, you want to take us out? Yes, ma'am. Thank you, ladies, again, much like April said. And and yeah, we will definitely take the pros comment because, yeah, we'll we'll take all the all the boosting we can get. So uh, we appreciate that. The the time with you guys has been amazing. We we can't thank you enough for all that you do, like she said, for not only for us, but for the community as well. Uh, And to the community, we just appreciate all of the support that you guys have given us, uh, that you continue to give us, whether it be messages coming to the lives, coming to the meetups all the things that you guys do to help support us it just continues to overflow our cups as we would not be able to do what we do without you know you guys helping us uh, tremendously every day so thank you guys so much uh, if you are continuing to support us in the ways that you have we would appreciate reviews comments things that you can do whether it be youtube whether it be your favorite podcast platform whatever that may be we appreciate all of those things because it just helps spread the word so Just remember at the end of the day, you've got this, we've got you, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Bye. Bye.